I've had feedback. Oh yeah, about what? From a trashster. <sighs> he made a complaint about you, and as a result, my, I've, I've been downvoted on the app now. So who, now I've got a bad reputation. Who on the made app. a complaint about me? Bin Bag Ben. Bin Bag Ben made a complaint about me. He, well, you know what? You, I, know you I, can I, say, have you got it there? Have you got I'll, it open there? I'll, I'll open it up now on my phone. Hang on, give me a second. I'll open up my Trashster app. Feedback, reviews. Right. Thumbs down, right? Two bin bags down. Was it thumbs or bin bags? It, you, you, get, you, get, this, but... you get five bin bags. Five is the best. And now I've gone down to two, thanks to his review that pushed us down. Yeah, but and why he does he get this. to review us? Look, what does, what does, what does Trashster do, Paul? It delivers trash to your home. Why if you would need we it. want that? How is that a thing? Because it made an episode, didn't it, last week? And that was the conceit. Stop peeling back the foreskin <laughs> of the content of this show. Well, I'm going to wank off the shaft of the content of this show into my own mouth in no, a second. Don't stroke the content. I'm going to fucking juggle the balls <laughs> of this show. <laughs> don't juggle the balls. Listen, trash that doesn't make sense in any way. Not even as a made-up app. That's what I'm trying to tell it's you. It's not a made-up app. It's real. You can go to trash the. Well, is there? Listen, write this. Paul, write this in. I can't write the anything. Well, I'll tell you what, but your fucking friend, your best friend. Do you want me to read the review too? Yeah. He's a dangerous man. Do you want me to read the review out? He was threatening to me, and he's lucky. He's lucky. Oh, he's lucky, That right. I did not in- involve the constabulary in this. Involve the Metropolitan Police in this. Met- <laughs> Roth Pollen. <laughs> the Met Roth Pollen Police. Is that what you were going to get? He says here, hang on, let me bring it up. After being asked to deliver a bin bag to, and I've censored the address, I was met with nothing but disdain, hatred, and inquisitive inquiries from the hairy, ugly, fat squat one. This is an As insult. a result, I left feeling abused and ashamed by my work, and it put me off using this service in the future. It's not a service for him. He's providing us a service. The in- the inherent contradiction P.S. of Trashter is a thing. P.S. It's- what an ugly cunt. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he's put. And now I've got, and now I'm only down to two bin bags on the app. What do you mean two bin bags? What does that mean? I was a five bin bag trash to app VIP. Well, get me a bin bag now. Oh, shall I order one? Yeah, get him round here now. I'll fucking no. He's not. No. They might not be him. They'll just send anyone. No, listen. That's no. There's no way. There's anyone else who works for trash. All right, let me just get another bag. bag. I'm going to get another bag. Uh, random order. Send. All right. It says Random two minutes. order of what? Of bag. I couldn't. Of there's, bag. There's options of it's bin a, bag so you can a, order. Let, let me get this straight. Food based. Waste-based, oh, book-based, waste recycling. Based. You can get actual rubbish sent around yeah. your house. Why would you do that? It's fun, Why would it? you? Is it fun? Yeah. Is it fun? I think so. I think we've not only wanked off the shaft of the content of this podcast, I'm pink pancaking. Mate, this concept is all over my head, face, neck and chest. All right? I've developed this. And, oh, hang on. Oh, he's here. Oh, is he? Hello. Hello. I'm Trashbag Timothy. Trashbag Timothy, hi. I've uh, got a bag for you that you've I don't ordered. Want it. I'm sorry. I've got to make it. I'm sorry, that was ordered in uh, in uh, by mistake. We don't want it. Do I do I not get paid you for this? You don't get anything. Oh. I tell you what. Did if... you waste my time? No, I tell you what. Did you waste my time? Timothy. I'm Trashbag Timothy. Timothy. And you wasted my time. Timothy, wait a second. You mate. ugly cunt. You ugly, ugly cunt. Oh, I'm off. I was going to... I'm going to downvote you now. I was going to offer you some money. Uh, really? Yes. If have you just... I got to juggle your content? No, you just have to tell me one or two things about your background. I don't... Sort of... How dare you? <laughs> no, you're a private citizen. Oh, how dare you? Oh, I'm off. Yeah, leave the house. I'm off. Leave. <sighs> Paul. Hang on. Phone's just got off. Put... Just give him... Oh, I've got one bag now on the app. Yeah. You fuck this. 
please let's never do this again, okay? I guess welcome to Cheap Show. Then. Yeah, wow. <laughs> I feel like shit, mate. <laughs> I hate you and your fucking noodle posse. Just a fact of Cheap Show you're going to have to learn to fucking accept. Cheap Show. Off-brand brand, off-brand brand, off. Cheap, 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 cheap. Cheap Show. It's the price of shite. Silverman. Welcome to Cheap Show. And I go and I nuzzle. Right, so. Right. Right. Right, right then. So, hello, welcome to Cheap you Show. You know what? The fucking light is giving me Turn fucking... Turn it off then. Can you put those on? Yes. Oh, fuck. I've started sweating already. I've got pure fucking poison coming out of the pores in my head. I've got liquid forehead. Oh, fuck I've me. got fucking venal liquid forehead. Drippy Talking drip. Talking to your mouth, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Talking to my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Great stuff. <laughs> Shall I stop? I don't know why I'm doing this. <laughs> I don't know why you're doing that. <laughs> I'm properly filleting the mic today. You are, oh, yeah. Rob. You're giving oh, it a rub, rub, rub. Rub, Keep the energy up, because otherwise I'm just going to fucking... I'm going to crash. Hey, for those keeping a check at home and making a list of this, Eli's feeling shit again. So add this to your list of episodes in which Eli's proclaimed at the beginning of the episode that he feels like shit, or he is shit, or he's ill, or he's dying. (laughs) One of the fucking other. Turn the big light out while I do the admin. Oh, I've got my foot stuck in my coat. He's mopping his brow with a sponge, you fucking grotty horror. <laughs> You're the grotty horror shit show. Right, so, hello, welcome to Cheap Show, the economy comedy podcast where you go for the bargain bins, the pound shops, and uh, charity shops of Great Britain and bring you the treasure we find amongst the trash. 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 Here's the thing that's pissed me off recently, and I don't know why it's gotten on my tits, but let's just get it out of the way. All right. When you fall over or you do something by mistake and you say, oh, I did that by accident, you say, by accident. But in America... They say they go, on accident. On accident, which is absolutely fucking stupid. Do you stupid. understand why that is, Paul? No, I don't. Because you do something on purpose or by accident. So they're sort of saying, why don't we sort of regulate, uh, reg, you know, make it regular so you use the same... But it doesn't work, though. On accident you sounds do something stupid. on accident. By accident, on purpose. That's fine. We can do that. Also, when they say... Oh, I, I could I could give a shit about that. And it's like it I couldn't, couldn't give could, a shit. I could care less. I value yeah. less about shit than yes, this idea. But Paul, you have to understand one thing. Language changes. Yeah? It's not no, there's no correct love changes. Changes everything. Love, love breaks, breaks the, rules. the rules. The rules you sing. Do, 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 do. Does it say rules you sing? I don't know. The rules to keep. Love changes everything. Who's that? It does, <laughs> it does annoy me, that by accident thing as well. But yeah. it's just one of those things. It just sounds clunky. Yes, it does to your ear. But these things change, don't they, over time? Anyway, I think... If you of, think about all language yeah. is these sort of dead metaphors that they sort of they sort of weld together. What a great name for, for a example, band. We are the dead metaphors. You know, metaphors. in French, they one, say... One, two, oh, three, four. 
You can't do it. I'll do it, right? I'll come in. I've got an idea. Ladies and gentlemen, with his little punk song. It's the new song from the Dead Metaphors. Oh, I fucked the cat. You fucked the cat. Yeah, you're right. That's much better. I fucked the cat. You can stop. You can stop. You can stop. Can I try again? No. Oh, come on. I've got a better song. No. No, I do. Please don't stroke this I... idea anymore. Can we just get on with the show? Like French, for example. Yes. The word aujourd'hui in French. Do you know what that means? Odd chod oui. What's that? Aujourd'hui. Odd Aujourd'hui. Oh, I've got a big odd chod on. <laughs> I've got an odd chod on. Aujourd'hui is today. My dick looks like or a knickknack. Oh, fuck it. I can't be bothered. <laughs> <laughs> Right, so let's just crack on. I know. It, all I wanted to say, the last thing on by accident. Yeah. On accident, sorry. Yeah. Is it does sound bad, but that is the way that language develops. And it's fine. I just find it clunky to the ear when I hear also, it. Also, care less, could care less is a different. Yeah, is difficult right. to deal let's with. Let's just all agree right now, Americans are bad with words. Yes. Okay. This is coming from us, so let's move swiftly on. So, P.O. Box came hot this morning. It came hot. Hot this Steaming. morning. The man was literally like, please take this. Because he was a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> and he threw Funny, it at me. Is that now a monkey delivery? Is yeah, that one of those monkeys? Is it hot monkey delivery? Yeah, I've mon- got an app for that. It's called Monster, is it? No, it's called Chunk Chunkster. Chunkster. Is it called Big Chunky <laughs> Monster? <monkey> bollock? <laughs> Hotmonster.com. <laughs> Hairy Monster. <laughs> that's a different app. That's actually. a different yeah, thing. Yeah, that's, a, that's a midnight blue. Anyway, this came this morning as I was leaving the house, and there's a Who lot came? of. came? The Chunky Monkey came through the letterbox. <laughs> great. <laughs> no, great. Just imagine a very sort of ginger monkey pube coming in the cum stream. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, that would really set you off. Right. That would set you up for like ready brick. So, <laughs> PO box delivery this morning from America. Oh. And there was a bounty in there. Oh, but... chunky monkey cum. <laughs> no, there's no bounty of cum. There's no. There's All no. Right, sorry. It's set me off. The two syllables, chunk and monk, have yes, just them together. Know, know. It set me I off. I know. <laughs> what came in the PO box today, Paul? So Mike in America uh, sent us a box full of stuff uh, from gas stations in America. Oh, uh, yeah. But I didn't want to bring all that in because there's quite a lot of snacks and stuff, and we'll say it for another episode. But there's something in that package which is really unique, and I think is kind of really cool. So I want you to. We're gonna. I'm gonna give you. What came in can that box? Can you do a clue? Right is, can we have some like. You can wear it. We don't often do a lot of clothing is on this podcast. Is it a pearl podcast. necklace? I'll give you a pearl <laughs> necklace right now if you want. No, I've got it. Hang on. So. Oh, you've got, this... it, you've got it here. Yeah. Oh, I can put it on. Yeah. A so, bit of dress up. What I'm going to sh- give to you now is some merchandise, some clothing from a chain of uh, gas stations, I guess. Well, you know, they have a mini mart inside kind yes, of thing. Yes, they do. And they have their own branding now, not only in food, but with clothes. So. Uh... <laughs> Why are you laughing? This is going to be derogatory in because some way. Because the t-shirt it? has the name of the company on. Yeah. And I think you'll appreciate the name of the company today. It's the name. Right, it handed me a black t-shirt, everyone. Black t-shirt. I'm just if you look it is a Gildan. It's, like nice, it's nice quality. It's a nice soft t-shirt. Yeah. And there's a red... Oh, I see. What's the name of the company? Come and go. <laughs> K-U-M and oh, no, go. This is bizarre. This is some kind of... But why does it say where and means more? Oh, where and means more. Where and means... How bad is that? Wait, I don't get that. Where it says and where mean... ampersand means more. I, I can't figure that out. Where and... Well, and does mean more. Because it's like, I've got this box of uh, oh, candies. Oh, where and, and I've means got this more. Book. Yeah. 
So why don't they just spell the word and Who and then knows? put quotes? Oh look, there's a it must be there. But wait, he's also said a grey t shirt. Is that bigger? And it, it's cut, the logo almost looks like Vans, doesn't it? You know, like Vans shirts, Vans clothing. I quite like the logo. Yeah, come and go. This is too small, this one for me. This what is a medium. Is uh, this is a large, so yeah, do you want to swap? I'm going to put it on. Right, he's putting it on. Oh, I can see his fat tummers. <laughs> yeah, that won't fit on you either. Uh, no, but it might be a nice bedtime show. I like wearing a t-shirt that says a come and go on show. it. A bedtime show? A bedtime t-shirt. You know you have t-shirts just for bedtime. Like pyjama top. Like. Yeah, I have a little. This might be my bedtime top. Come and go where and means more. I hate that It's motto. terrible. Yeah. Uh, you look good in that. It's a hey. nice grey. We'll take a picture of it later. Cool. But it doesn't I like end it there. Like the, uh... This is the one that you might... This... Oh, hold on. oh, it's a baseball cap. It's a baseball cap. Come and go. Bloody yeah. Hell. Now, That's I don't a nice know what, quality thing. I don't like the idea of having a hat with the words come and go on the back as if it's a kind of sign to say, stick it up the arse, fucking come <laughs> and fuck off. <laughs> don't know. look me in the eye. Don't look me in the eye. Just sign your name on the fucking form on the back that's tattooed on my spine. Now, I don't look very good in baseball caps. Do I you look, look very good. In them? No, I don't as Some well. People, they suit and others, they don't, do they? Oh. I've done it too small. There you go. Now, you are branded with come and go. Yes. I've never heard of come and go. I wonder what part of the States it's from. Um, does he say in the letter? I don't yeah, know. Let's have a listen. Please find and close some merchandise of a local chain of gas stations oh, in my area called come and go. They've been around since the 70s, but I'm not sure it was less suggestive back then. But they definitely lean into it nowadays, selling branded potato chips as well as clothing. Ah. Um, a sampling of which I've enclosed. You might get a kick out of them. We did. We did. I, Thank you. I'm going to wear this tonight. Wear two. To my um, open face Chinese poker. Open face what? <laughs> open face Chinese poker. Is that not a euphemism at all then? No. Well, good. I play open face Chinese poker pineapple high low. Pen, pineapple, pineapple, pen. <laughs> I don't know. This is all just words. No, I'll wear that tonight. I've yeah, got you new should. cards. I've got new cards. I've got some nice it. aviation cards. And don't mention it all to anyone as you go in what it's from. I'm not going to a card club. This is my friend's house. He will mention it. No, I know. But what I'm saying is don't go in saying, look what I'm wearing. It's no, from a I gas won't. chain. Just go I'm in and wear say, the hat. just go in. Everyone's around the poker table. Pull your pants down and then go, come and go. <laughs> and rough see what trade, happens. Yeah. yeah, rough trade. Come oh, and that's go. terrible. I feel terrible. Hello, welcome to Come and Go Gas Stations. Why don't you pull in, come, go, and then pull out? I bet they did it. used to have drive-through brothels. In the... I bet they've got what, them in so Vegas. Drive-through brothels? Drive-through brothels. Oh, well, that's quite I, hard to say, yeah, actually. Yeah, but also, <laughs> drive-through brothels doesn't make much sense either. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to fuck that kumquat. Drive-through ruffle. Can you put those prunes up my bumhole? I think I've, we've exhausted that. Do you now. remember, we have got nothing this week, Paul. Nothing. We've got lots of stuff. I've got nothing. I've you got nothing always left have inside. nothing. You've got no- you I've always got nothing have nothing. Left inside. You're There's just nothing inside me. You're, a, you're the podcast sponge. Sponge of what? Of the things cum. I bring. You cum. You <laughs> what? Stop talking about cum now. No, I never will. You please do. I never will. Why? I can't. Why can't you stop talking about cum? Uh, That's a problem. Uh, Oh, and he's come again, everybody. <laughs> right. No, listen. Can we move on? No. I wanted to mention pickled sausages. Right, we're moving on. Uh, uh, do you remember those red pickled eggs that we had? Yeah. And the red pickled sausage. Right. That was truck stop food. Good. Uh, Great. Did he send any of those? No. Did he send some food? He sent some food and snacks and biscuits and bobs and all sorts of stuff. But we'll say no red time. sausage. No, no angry, red angry sausage. red pickled no sausage. No angry plasticky sausage with mystery meat inside. Angry red pickled sausage. Angry mystery sausage. Angry red nubbin shaped sausage. Yes, and we've made the point abundantly clear now that you... Twang my yeah, sausage! Twang, <laughs> twang it! 
Twang the knob in sausage till the robbery goes. Twang, twang, twang. Twang, 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 wet my foreskin. Plop, 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 wet my bum. Twing, 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 went my bell end. <laughs> and then I began to come. Splurt, 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 yes, went the no, meters. Splish, splosh, 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 went the cum. All the cum's coming out in the end of my And it's hitting the wall. Oh, said, said my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Can we move on? We've exhausted our cum quotient for the episode now. Twang, twang, twang on the nobbin. Twang, twang, twang with my banjo string. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, Paul. Can we move on? We could, but also we could start the episode again. No, we've we're got not plenty starting of time. it again. We've got plenty of time. Mark that off on your fucking bingo card. Eli says, let's start the episode again. I honestly think we should do. A good 15 minutes into the episode. I honestly think we really Well, we're should. not going to now. I feel that it was very, even by our very, very low standards, this was just that little this bit worse. This is a bit better than usual. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Let's move on. You could fill this hat with cum. Right, shut <laughs> up. Oh, I've got some milky things, Paul. <laughs> shut up I've talking about cum. Thing. Well, can we taste something this week? No. We're not tasting anything. I've got taste mil- my cum. No. I don't know. We always taste food. I've, I've got, got some milky episode. things. I want a foodless episode this week, please. Just one milky sweet from Bristol. No. Save it for next time. One little milky I don't tub. care about your milky sweets from Bristol. One little milky pellet. No. One little pellet. No, we're not doing it. One little chewy little pellet. Pull. But what we are doing is a Tales from the Shop Floor, except this is called Tales from Two Shop Floors. A tale of Two Cities. A Tale of Two Titties. God. <laughs> Fuck you now. Tale of two clitties. <laughs> a tale of two McVitties. This comes from Melanie. Thank you, Melanie, for sending this in. It is, says, it, is it going to be a tale of two shitties? No. Why don't you just fucking listen instead of interjecting with a name nonsense that never two, makes sense? Tale of two very good-looking people. Fitties. Tale of two fitties. Oh, here's a story about two receipts. It's called A Tale of Two Chitties. I like it. Thank you. <laughs> and I presume it's a UK-based story. Hello, Eli quote-unquote, master of tepid wanks, Silverman. Tepid wanks? What does that mean, Paul tepid? Paul Archduke of Frothy Cox Gannon. I get the better one there, as I you think, can imagine. I get the, uh, the anatomically incorrect one. I imagine yours How is tepid. How could it be tepid? It, it comes it... out fucking steaming hot every time, mate. It's been it's inside not my it's the fact that you're... It's been inside my body. It's been warmed by I my blood. I didn't expect this episode to be so cum-laden, so can we just move on? All I'm saying is I come... And and a normal temperature, it's hot. Hot spunk comes out my knob when I come. I need you next time when you come to take a temperature of your sperm. It's gonna be it's gonna be standard across all humanity, surely. It's gonna be body temperature. Yeah, which is not tepid. This is the point I'm trying to make. Yeah, but what would you say tepid is? I think more tepid is almost cold. When it's I think I would argue tepid means you're not really fully hard when you come. Okay, that's a different thing. It's one of those lazy Sunday after it's not hot. What you're talking about is a flank. Flaccid Christ. Wank. That's what you're talking about. I, is that what happens in the army when you get flagged? <laughs> right. Hello, Eli. Hello, Paul. Hello. I recently discovered Melanie. Hello, Melanie. Which if you weren't wrapped up in your own fucking head, just, you'd take in the facts that I tell you. I simply wanted you to remind me as co-host who I the fucking person said it twice already. Well, so. well, say it again. No. Please. No. Who is it? Mate, this is a really long story and I'd I'm like not you doing, to I'm not interjecting to... with fucking asinine shite. All right? Hello, Melanie. Right, thank you. I recently discovered Cheap Show on Spotify, and it has truly become one of my favourite podcasts. Oh, thank you. Of particular interest to me are your tells from the shop floor and Silverman Platter segments, and coincidentally, I have a story for you that combines elements of both. 
I think oh. that Eli in particular will get a kick out of that one. But don't worry, Paul. I've included a certain detail that should catch your interest. I hope you enjoy it. Bet it's Ghostbusters. No, it's not. I've read the email. Isn't it? What is it then? Come. No, it's a certain type of porn I like. Dogs. It's <laughs> not dogs. <laughs> is it fucking hand puppets? Sure. There's a hand puppet thing in this. Why do you think they call it hand puppets? Because you josh off into them. Yeah. And pretend to do Zoom calls with them. That's the way to do it. <laughs> in the late 2000s, I worked at a newly opened store in the Canadian branch of HMV. She's Canadian. Ah. As a massively pretentious high school student being constantly surrounded by walls of CDs, movies and entertainment technology, it was a great job. First of all, let me say that while I know very little about HMV in the UK... It's dead here, isn't it? Pretty much, yeah. Is My it still st- going? There are a few stores, but ultimately I think things like FOP and stuff have taken up a because FOP is basically HMV in the is UK. It? Yeah, it's almost the exact same branding and the pricing and stuff. I think it's there's some kind of weird relation between the it's two. It's bizarre. No, they actually went under a few years back. Yeah. I mean, with everything going digital, HMV struggled to be relevant, yeah. I guess. Which is why when you go in there a few years ago, it's just mostly fucking Funko Pops. Yeah. But um, I think they've actually now gone, haven't they? They uh, haven't got their one on there's not that one on Oxford. Street oh, I don't know. Anymore. There's one in the, in the Westfield Centre in Shepherd's Bush, yeah. But they used to be like a massive... Like uh, the biggest. But well, they, used to be a, they used to be a record company as well, didn't they? Uh, yes. I guess it was one of those things where they made the records and sold them in the stores that they in owned. the stores yeah. they own. You never get anything like this, that, this these days. Um, so anyway, uh, she says, My store was terrific. The shop floor was extremely neat and clean. The staff were very kind and extremely fun to be around. And throughout my employment, we never had a single issue with a customer, most of whom were quite affluent, grey-haired boomers looking to pick up copies of Thriller or the Top Gun soundtrack. Oh, Unfortunately, wow. the trouble came in from another business, not 50 paces across the street. Oh, bad boy business. Rival business. For some reason that I will never understand, this shiny new HMV was located directly opposite a locally owned indie record shop, the owners of which absolutely hated us. Yeah, well, they would. Fair enough. Yeah. Because it's like, that's like McDonald's opening up next to a, like a greasy spoon calf or well, something. Well, it's like. HMV, yeah, but that's they've done it on purpose, haven't they? Oh, of course Obviously, they have. Obviously, to, to compete, to undercut. Looking back, we do understand some of their frustration. We were a faceless corporation taking on the mom and pop music stores and almost instantaneously stole their entire customer base. Yeah, that's the story of what happened with um, records in America during the, the, the 40s and 50s. In what respect? Basically, you'd have these mom and pop stores where they'd sell records. Yeah. So you wouldn't be able to... You weren't, there weren't and then record like Tower shops. Records came by yeah. and things like that. And there just weren't record shops. It would just be a shop, maybe they're a grocer and they have records in there. Do you see what I mean? Oh, more like a Woolworths, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But local, independent yeah. ones. And that's how records were sold, especially in the R&B. And the funny thing is, world. That's, it's, it's hard to feel sorry for HMV when you see what Amazon did and all those stores and Spotify and iTunes just came in and went, oh, people don't need you anymore then. No. Which weirdly makes HMV the mom and pop kind of they thing. sort of get the sympathy but yes kind they weren't of. they were always obviously they just couldn't adapt quickly enough to the new like blockbuster video yeah they exactly. completely shut the bed they could have easily been the next netflix but they didn't see they couldn't th- yeah. that model coming they didn't see the model coming um so unlike the plot of countless 90s movies though it was the little guys who were the villains in this story they were the worst kind of turn of the decade hipsters that you could imagine beardy stuck up <laughs> Utterly condescending jerks that would laugh in a customer's face before trying to upsell them tear garden by Kaleidoscope. I don't know, but that sounds pretentious. Kaleidoscope or Kaleidoscope? It says Kaleidy with a Y before the scope. So Kaleidoscope. I've not heard of them. Sounds pretentious. There's a psych band from the 60s, Kaleidoscope. Uh, fucking amazing. 
but I don't know. Either way, I can imagine there were people like the West bring Coast an album. band Kaleidoscope. Have I ever played you any of them? They're no. brilliant. What music is it? It's sort of psych rock, sort of like uh, Birds or Mamas and Papas, sort of West oh, Coasty. Okay. Chill. But, with, but there was a guy who was um, that whole Topanga Canyon sound. Yes, but he was yes, very much so. But he was like a Middle Eastern guy who could play some of those slightly more exotic, I suppose you'd call them, like a sitar or something. Yeah, that, made that it kind all, of thing. Yeah. But he could play several of them, so it really added a lot of um, sort of that texture to the records. Oh, I look forward I've to got listening a compilation to that. We'll listen to it after the episode. Yeah. Thank you for this fucking email without stupid fucking interactions from you and you. So they were hipsters. They stories. were nasty hipsters. They yeah. were like sneering hipsters. If you went in and tried to buy, I don't know, let's just for example, Bros, they'd probably laugh. They'd at you. laugh in your face. Yeah. It's like that film. Uh, it's like Jack Black's character in High Fidelity. Yeah, or um, Empire Records. If you ever remember that, I didn't see that. Oh, uh, it's an all. I mean, I love Empire Records, but it's a pretty awful film. Imagine Breakfast Club set in a trendy indie rock record shop in the nineties. Right. That kind of thing. So yeah, their store was filthy, cluttered, and carried only the worst of the owner's halcyon bands in CD and vinyl, which was still a hard sell in those days. So what does that mean? They're saying like they would purposely buy in rare stuff that was hard to sell. I don't know. Give me that sentence again. The store was filthy, cluttered, and carried only the worst of the owner's halcyon bands in CD. Only the worst of the owner's halcyon bands? Yeah, in CD and vinyl. In contrast, our store carried everything from music to PlayStation 3 games to new Blu-rays and had a very welcoming atmosphere and was managed by a head supervisor with a massive pair of tits that basically sold our merchandise by itself. In comparison, getting told that you were a moron for asking where the Spinal Tap soundtrack was by someone who looked like a trampy version of James Corden seemed much less appealing to the buying public. Oh. It's a it's a funny thing though, isn't it? Because you've got the corporate America where it's like, have a nice day, come in, great shopping experience, but then you've got the kind of independent shops which kind of need support. But they're owned by people who are off-putting to the yes, general public. Yes, can be. They can yeah. be. Even in this country, there's there's the, little record shops where they like, can be quite is unwelcoming. It Alan's in... Oh, he's very welcoming, Alan. Is he? Yeah. I thought he was. What? I thought there was one up that end of London who was no, like Alan. It's he's famous there, but he's very nice. Yeah, he's Fair a very enough. nice guy. Fair enough. And he has a. He just has someone helping him a lot of the time, and they just talk about Arsenal. You know yeah. what I mean? They're like very sort of salt of the earth, down to earth. I in bought there, a lot of comedy albums from there. Like, sorry, I it's have a great a record shop, Alan. Whatever. Yeah. So no, I don't think that's a good example, but there are some where it's very much sort of you feel you feel stupid but, for asking a question. Yeah, but I you know I've been in record shops so many times and people just come in and they go, "Have you got any Michael Jackson?" And that must get like, or you know, "Have you got Abbey Road by yeah. the Beatles?" Have and, you got Fleetwood Max exactly, Rumors? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that must get to you if you were. But then that's why you'll go to a HMV because you don't get judged. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, Whereas, exactly. So there's a place for that, absolutely. But then that's why iTunes and stuff became a huge success because guilty pleasures you could buy without being judged anymore. You don't so have if you to, were like, you don't have to, yeah. I will buy that pineapple pen song because he's yeah. going to fucking know. There's no shame. I mean, a lot of things online have become like that as well, haven't they? Yeah, pretty much. You don't have the shame that you'd feel in, in a real life situation. Just what gets to me is when I'm fucking in a record shop, yeah, and I'm looking, I'm looking at records, yeah. yeah. I'm looking at the records. Mm. I might well buy one, yeah? And some fucker comes in and they just get right up next to you and they're like, uh, and they're not even properly looking. Some random. Yeah, they're just in there. They go, oh, it's a record shop. I'm just looking at you would be just the country who owned one of these shops, wouldn't you? And they go, 
yeah, that. you will be. They just flick through, you know. They just flick through the records and they're just not even looking. You can tell they're not even looking. And that puts you they off. They just can't. Yeah, because they're like, fuck, like, fuck off. You're not fucking interested in buying a record. Don't come in You're here. You're just as Take bad up as my this space. fucking guy. No, it's just you fuck off. And then they get on the fucking record player. They stand behind you, yeah. wait for you to get off the record player. And then they're like, I don't know how to operate a record player. Tales from the dance floor, shop floor dance. Right. Our rivalry began when the owners of the shop began passively aggressively pinning up self-made posters directly in front of our store, telling customers to reject big business and support local retailers. Fair enough, until they were caught slipping said posters into spaces between our glass sliding doors. Removing these sheets of paper meant disassembling the doors entirely. Oh, that's A bad. process that blocked off our store's entrance for at least an hour at a time. Wow, they're getting hardcore. That's terrorism. <laughs> Next came the firestorm. They're going to sow some prawns into their curtains or something like that. Oh, that's a good one. Know. That's a good one. It's also a euphemism. It's not. For the something, Paul. Next what? came the firestorm of verbal abuse hailed at our customers as they walked to and from our business. This is just completely out of order. <laughs> For some reason, being insulted by these wankers on the way to their cars didn't change our customers' shopping habits. No, of course not. Fuck off. This is terrible. Isn't it? Imagine, imagine it's your job, Eli. Go outside the front and just call people coming out of HMV. Oh, what's cons. that? you got fucking ABBA, you absolute moron. Fuck off. Queen's greatest hits. Oh, you wanker. You wanker. Have some taste, you fucking plebiscite moron twat. Look you at know. that nonce with the Beatles blue and red oh, best oh, of albums. But you think you're so hip with the fucking Beatles, you twat. They're one of the biggest twat. Twat. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, this might be your perfect job. <laughs> Fuck you. That was after... Moby. You're buying Moby. I would shout, though, to be fair, at that yeah, point. Yeah, once they get Moby, you twat. You've ruined the Mission Impossible soundtrack. <laughs> they didn't. Moby They're did just buying Mission... Moby. Anyway, I don't give a fuck. Um, after that was the vandalism. Our mostly glass exterior would get absolutely covered in jet black spray paint. Spray paint. <laughs> <laughs> applied, spray both, <laughs> applied both haphazardly. And in the shape of various colourful curse words, well known to listeners of the Cheap Show podcast. Can't yeah. fuck shit. I bet they didn't write Chodney on the side of fucking HMV. Chodney's not a swear word, Paul. Oh, I and find how it dare you quite say abrasive. that? Chodney's not a swear word. That's our word! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, which necessitated frequent deep cleans that further prevented customers from entering the store. Fucking, this is... I mean, you've got to get the law involved, Well, surely. we did alert the local authorities to our rival store's conduct on numerous occasions, but our complaints were often dismissed as no real harm to person or property had been caused. They're so... Yet. They're so lazy, the police in Canada, aren't they? I'm sorry, I'm, I'm listening to the last podcast on the left... And about the serial killers in the in Canada. And the Canada police it's like always the Canada police are fucking terrible. Look, I don't want to do down the whole of the the Canadian Canadian peoples, the Canadian uh, justice system. Yeah. but the police sound fucking terrible. Now for the story's climax. One night, following a particularly successful holiday season for our enterprise, one of the indie shop's owners broke into our store with a hammer, <laughs> drunk out of his head, what? and apparently started shouting obesities at the top of his lungs. He started shouting obesities? No, no uh, uh, obscenities. <laughs> <laughs> fatty! <laughs> fatty, fatty! Chubster! <laughs> <laughs> so he starts shouting <laughs> obscenities. Yes. <laughs> at the top of his lungs. Thankfully... We were closed for the holiday break at the time of the intrusion and immediately upon shattering the glass door, the rival owner tripped our store's alarm system. Of course. And yeah. the police came. 
I heard that by the time the police arrived on the scene, the intruder was passed out over the store's checkout counter and had vomited across one of the cash registers. Wow. He, he was booked and spent the next year in prison. Yeah. Wow. Fucking hell. Wow, he fucking broke in. In the end, the indie record store did get the last laugh. Over the next few years, they somehow managed to trundle along on the few remaining customers they had, mostly thanks to the well-timed vinyl resurgence, while our store... Oh, yes, that happened right around that time, didn't it? Yeah. It started happening While right our store succumbed to the death of the HMV Canada brand. Digital music services caught on very, yeah, very quickly Yeah, it died all over the world, didn't it, around yeah. that time as well? In our defence, we were consistently popular and profitable until we closed in 2014, and I think you'll both agree that we weathered much more than our first year of anti-competitive practices. Thank you for the show. Hope you enjoyed the story, and I look forward to more comedy podcast larks. Keep well, you two, and pass along my sincerest greetings to the great... Clyde McFatter. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Melanie. I've been trying to get hold of McFatter. It's been very difficult. He's not responding difficult. to the, the He's a pages. busy man, and he's dead. So that yes. helps. Uh, um, two things pop out at me. Oh, sorry, I'll put it back in. Uh, <laughs> willy, willy, willy. How is it two things, your willy? Remember, like, last week, it was the space opera. Yeah. <laughs> Skiing. I thought that was great. I thought that was great. I thought that was great, actually. But anyway. Two things pop out of you. Her One. manager's great massive boobs. What Why was that, that all about? Was just an aside. They're basically saying that they sold she, a lot of merch. What did she do? Rub them up against the glass. Come on, boomers. No. And you like this? You like this? You like these tits? Yeah, I'm oiling them up. I've got nipple marks all over the greasy window. So HMV stands for what? Her mammary vag. <laughs> no one said anything about vag. You pushed it too far there. That's what, she, that's what happened. <laughs> right against the glass. That's one thing that pops out at me. And the other thing was... Great, I wanted... so that one little sentence that was, well, I, I glanced I thought, over. That's funny, isn't it? That a big, lady, a big like breasted the... lady made people buy merchandise because they wanted to go to the counter and be served by her. I mean, come on. Sex sells, mate. I guess it we does. We should make a sexy calendar and sell it. Cheeky numbers. No. Towel. No. Sportswear. Me and you dressed as footballers in the shower. Oh, what are you talking about? Rubbing our stroking the content. <laughs> what do you mean? January, right? We're in the park, naked. Yeah. Are you February. Not... I'm just spitballing ideas. You're tastefully nobbing off a dog into your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> February. There's a uh, a Punch and Judy show. Oh yeah. <laughs> and nude, I'm naked, bar nude, two hand puppets. Yeah, nude. Why are yeah. the hand puppets coming in? No. All March. Right. Eli. I won't take part in that. Naked, covered in noodles. I'll do that. April. Me. Roughing you from behind with you wearing the come and go t-shirt. Oh, I'll come and go. Uh, the other thing that popped out at me, Paul. Sorry, I put it back in again. It's uh, these jeans. There, 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 there. Was when I said sewing a prawn into a curtain. <laughs> I just thought that So means... two things from the story that didn't that popped out at you weren't necessarily from the story. It's your self-obsessed fucking obsession with yourself. I said prawns. So two things that stick out. You stitching prawns and big tits. That's what you took from that story. Basically, yeah. Great. What a fucking waste of time. You are, in general. Wretched. Yeah. And unwell. Yeah. Sweaty. Do you want to apologise to our audience? I'd like to start the whole podcast again. <laughs> we might. <laughs> I'm getting to that point really? now. It is. It's bad today, isn't it? No, it's not. You're bad today because you drink too much. Don't look after yourself. Eat poorly. And then didn't eat you're poorly. worse for I, worse. I, I, had some spaghetti today. Did you? Yeah. Did anything have anything with the spaghetti? Sauce. Olive and tomato sauce. Olive and tomato sauce. Is that nice? Is that it's quite nice? Yes. Basil? I don't mind if I do. 
I don't know <laughs> how to end this segment right now. I'll tell you what you should do, Paul. Press stop. No. I might just press stop. No, you should sow I'm some prawns press... into the curtain. No, I'm not selling prawns into the curtain. I will sow some fucking hard prawns into your curtain. King prawn. Yeah. <laughs> Again, I don't know why you laughed at that. Imagine sowing a massive king prawn into someone's curtain. And the... <laughs> I will. I've done it. Liquefied drippy queen prawn. Yeah. Queen prawns. Do you get those? Queen prawns. I don't know. I'd like a princess prawn. Prince prawn. <laughs> Pring prong. <laughs> you know what? Let's just Press the fucking button. Stop it. Awkward. I'm just trying to think. Uh, about what? What are you thinking about? thinking about how to introduce this segment. I know. Well, what are you going to do? I don't know. I think. Do a character. Jimmy. Jimmy Billy. Billy Jimmy Willy. Oh, got it. Willy boy. No, here we go. Willy boy Jim. Stop it. Here we go. Jam man. Here we go. Jam. I've got it. I'll do inch man. No, no, no. I'll bring inch man back. If you let me do this. Everyone wants inch man If you let me do this, I'll let you do inch man. All right. Let you do what? Let me do this now. Uninterrupted. Right. The nights get cold. The fireplace is warmer. Let's go to page turn. Oh, fuck. (laughs) I'll do it. The nights get cold. The days get... What? The fireplace is warmer. Okay. I'm trying to get page turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Turner. What rhymes with Turner? Erna. Uh, you go out and l- get make a nice little earner. It's time for Paul's page. No, turners. no, no. You go out and sell your ass. It's a nice little earner. <laughs> <laughs> What's that got to do with Paul's page turner? Nothing. There we go. Right, that'll have to do. Come right. up my asshole. So this is a left. <laughs> Sorry. What? <laughs> Bums. <laughs> I don't know. Ah, but you did. I let you do that, didn't I? I did let so you do that. Now so you can do. There's someone here. Yeah. It's been a long, long time, and I want you to be nice to him. <laughs> it's been a long time. Come in. No. Oh God. My jingle wasn't worth this. Hello, Paul. Hello. It's Larry Inchman. I know. So uh, I noticed by the uh, lack of you attempting a voice, you like to do this character. So uh, go on. Well, I've heard that, you know, my services are needed again. I need you to measure this book right. in inches, please. All right, and then I'll give you I'll give you the inches? Give you the inches, yeah, please. He's just measuring it now with his thumb. And now his penis is out of the way. Inch, 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 inch. Eh. Oh, so it's what? Five and a half inches? Six and a half. Six and a half inches. That's about national average. Shall I go it? now? Uh, yes, please. Thank you. Do you want to say hello to the listeners? Hello, everybody. Larry Inchman here. I'm uh, in recovery. Oh, what from? I was addicted to painkillers after uh, that incident with Bill Donut. He got me addicted to painkillers and... uh, Thought that would be funnier. Right, pass the book, please. Inch. Pass the book, please. Inch. I don't do that. Or get Eli I'm Larry Inchman. Can can I go now? Yes, please go. I'll give you a couple more inches just just to to keep me... Inch. Tide me over. Inch. Larry Inchman, hello everyone. I'm back on. I'm back. I'm back here. I'm shaky. Uh, uh, uh. It's good to know you're looking good. All right, Larry, yeah. Inch! Yeah, Larry. Oh. Hi, Larry. Thanks for that, Paul. I know he needs it. He needs it, mate, because, you know, he's like. He was in a bad state when I saw him. He's a shadow of his former self. I know. He looked a bit pale. I think getting up to go and let him in the door has completely exhausted me. <laughs> <laughs> Pass me the book. Ah! <sighs> <sighs> Pass me the book, oh, you fucking... Rub it on me. Human wreckage. Rub it. 
There you go. So this was a book left over from the uh, Black Bin Bag last week, and I've, I've, I left a little note and say who wrote it, and the note fell out. So I will add it to our metadata who donated this book, and this book is called Boiling Water in a Paper Cup. Ah. Can you even do that? I think you can. It says on the back, you can boil water in a paper cup, discover the secret of eoxoeoxy. Just look, I know, to put a paper... Ioxoioxy. Ioxyoxy. Ioxyoxy cotton. Let me see. That look what's that word say at the end on the back of the book? Ioxyoxy. Ixohoxy. It's some kind of it's probably something else that's in the book. That sounds like an Incan or Mayan god or something, doesn't it? And make dry, quote unquote, water. I'll make dry water. No, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's coming fucking that is Stepping on Jimmy Sprinkles' fucking territory, <laughs> is it? isn't it? <laughs> Sprinkles. Here's a collection of fascinating puddles, puzzles, <laughs> puddles, puddles of camp. What's wrong with my spunk mouth today? Spunk puddles. Here's a collection of spunk puddles. <laughs> puzzles. Amazing, I love puzzles. And amazing, believe it or not, facts that seem utterly impossible until you read the explanations in the back of the book. Oh. So yeah, it's literally that. It's a collection of curiosities, incredible statements, as well as amazing facts that seem impossible. There was all you read sorts the book. of these, wasn't there? I used to have this brilliant um, 1940s version of one of these books from, yeah. from America. And it's like how to do all of these things. And it had all those... Puzzles with like matches. Won't move one match to do this. Had yeah. loads of those and like you know coins. It's got a few in here. How to those. fool your friends? It was, but it also had like how to make beef bourguignon. Like how to do it cheaply and all this weird other stuff in there. Like I really wish I still had that book. You'd love it. It was. Like, I do like those kind of books. But this was like a proper original version of it, like the like a Marvin Games era sort of that kind of thing. You know. Yeah. So it is just a book full of these kind of things. This like is British, f- this one, though. So here's the thing. Is this it, British? I think Who it's published an, this? I think it's an American book. Who published book. this? Scholastic Book Services. That's New British. York, Toronto, oh. London, Auckland, Sydney, and Tokyo. And this I little, remember Scholastic. Is it a little Bali oh, it's or from something? Er- it, oh, Eric. Oh, look at that fucking sticker. This oh. book belongs to Eric. So it was Eric who sent this. That's handy. Fucking hell. Why don't... Give me that sticker. No, it's on the book. Let me see. I want it. Steam it off. I'll it's, steam it's it off. It's a little bookworm. I'll, get, I'll wet it off. It's a little bookworm I'll poking dro- its head out of a book. Can I have a look? Honestly, can I have oh, a look? All right, fucking hell. Wow, that sticker is so old school, man. It's a little yeah. bookworm. And the, it's this book belongs to. It's one of those stickers. Yeah. And it's a bookworm. He's... With specs on, Paul. And he's, he's got little he's specs He's peeking on. out from inside a he's book. out the book. Has he been reading? Or has he been eating the pages of the book? Is that a real thing? Well, the real worms are like moths that... that live in books, aren't they? I guess and they so. eat it. <laughs> and they, if you ever... had a microphone real close to them, <laughs> no, it's more. Like, it's more like. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good. You here's get the thing. Mouth oh, noises. I'm you getting see? there. Yeah. But here's the thing. I'm, the only time I've ever seen a bookworm is in like cartoons from the 1930s, where bookworms come out and they go, "Oh, I've been eating that book." Oh. If you think about it, it must have come from a, an insect at some stage. I mean, I presume so. It's written by Jerome S. Mayer. Compiled. What else is there? Inchworm. That's what their fucking is. <laughs> I've, got, I've got inchworm right now. Hang oh, on, he's in the pocket. Hang on. That's not inchworm. I'm getting Larry back. He's sitting in the car park. Maybe he needs inchworm. Larry's jacking up in the car park, mate. We can't have Jared. Larry jacking up. I'm sorry. He does what he does with his painkillers now. He's got his advanced mate. <laughs> can't we just? You give can't him... do inchworm. Maybe no inchworm can be his little pet to keep him company. Well, should I? Do you want? We... Let's put him in a box. Let's put him back in the box. We'll give him to him later. Okay. Because it's getting. He's dark. out there. He'll be on the nod after he's jacked up. Yes. <laughs>
Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, excited by I'm this. I'm just skimming through because I'm. How do you boil? Do you know how uh, you will boil water in a paper cup? It doesn't actually have. It doesn't say it doesn't, that. Doesn't list them in like on the front page of like. There's no contents. No, so I'm just going through it page by page at the moment. Oh, here it is. I found it. Boiling water in a paper cup. Can I just say before you start what I think yeah. it is? Go on. How you could. Go on. I, I don't know. Go Get on. Get a paper cup. Yeah. Put it in a cat. Uh, Microwave. No. Well, oh, that would work as well, wouldn't it? It would because it would boil. Yeah, in that's paper fucking cup. easy. What shit? This Maybe is. this is pre-microwave. Pre-microwave? What year is this? Hang on. Seventies. It looks. It does look seventies. It's a tatty book. Very tatty. Nineteen seventy. So yeah, wow, well before old. microwaves. Yeah. I would just put fill a pot. Yeah. With water. Yeah. Submerge a paper cup into it. Stick the hob on. You're a goer. It's boiling. It's in the yeah, cup. Yeah, I boiling. guess that would. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, yeah. It's, it's valid. I think fucking within the parameters of nineteen seventy science. Uh, how do you get dry water? You you come well, down I and you dry out, come on a windscreen, and then squeegee it off. No, you covered dry. me in dry water you tonight. You smoke it. You smoke people's dry cum in a pipe. It might be actually dry water. Might be something like a mist or something. You know, a I mist don't know. Or something mist of glist. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Boiling water in a paper cup. Did you know that you can place a paper drinking cup on the stove and light the burner under it without burning the cup at all? Fuck off. Yeah. No, now, don't try this, this at home, This is so kids. 1970s, isn't it? It's just like, yeah, burn down your house. Yeah. <laughs> like, Hello, kids. Have you got access to a yeah. gun and a knife? Have you yet? Because <laughs> you could do a great trick. Did with you know p- you can actually prize your eyeball out and still see out of it? Did you know you can shoot a dagger out the sky with yeah. a gun? <laughs> like, let's do that. It's like, it reminds me of like those adventure playgrounds they used to have in that era. You know what I mean? It's like mostly concrete uh, utterly and lo- scaffolding. Lethal, yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So, of course, all you have to do is fill the cup with water. If you do that and keep the flame fairly low, the cup will not catch fire. The cup will even boil in the cup. How come? And then I've got to go to the back of the book now for the answer to I'll that. I'll tell you what the answer is. Go on. The water changes the nature of the paper cup. It says the water in the cup keeps the cup cool. cool. Yeah. Thus preventing the flame from reaching the kindling temperature necessary to set the cup on fire. Yes. I still wouldn't fucking want to try that, though. That's terribly irresponsible of the people who made this book to put that in, basically. You don't want people fucking around with paper. You know, when you're out, what if it's like a heavy wax paper cup and it's extremely flammable? Exactly. <laughs> What, you if know what, I mean? a, what if it's Big made out of Rizzler paper? Fireball. Yeah, Rizzler paper. Imagine that full well, of water on a stove. Well, it wh- could nap because it's too thin. You wouldn't. How could you get water into a Rizzler paper anyway? Well, exactly. I'm just proving how that thin make, paper would be... How would you make a be... cup out of Rizzler papers? I guess you could. I'll tell you what you do. What? Right, you get a normal cup and you sort of paper the inside with, with Rizzlers. Yeah. And then you pull it out. Yeah, like ah. papier-mâché. And then almost. you fill that with water. Maybe that would work. And then you put it on a... Well, don't try that at home, kids. Here's another one. Can I come in it? How do you stick them up without stick them? Stick my cum up, something. Hang on, what's How this? do you stick them up? What? It's a fact. You can actually place playing cards on a wall and have them stay there without using any kind of adhesive. Rub them on you. Get or it all rubby. Fastener. But do you want to know how? You get them all rubbed up. Static. I'm surprised you didn't just say, I come on it. Well, splishy, splashy. That counts as glue in this scenario, I think, doesn't well, it? All it says is, how would you stick it to the wall without adhesive? And glue, and cum isn't necessarily an adhesive. It does work as an adhesive, depending on how Certainly hydrated. according to my magazine collection, yes. Yeah. <laughs> right. Which is rock solid. A plain card. I've got sticks... a whole block of Fiestas. <laughs> what, ice cream? It wasn't Fiesta a porn mag? Maybe. Razzle. Razzle, Fiesta. Was it Fiesta? No, Penthouse. that's a car. Hustler. Growler. Growler. <laughs> <laughs> Readers' oh, wives. do you know what, Paul? This made me think. Yeah. I'm reading a book about slang at the moment. Yeah. 
And you know when you go away, you describe a wank as a grumble. Yeah. Well, do you know where that comes from? No. It was rhyming slang. And you've changed the meaning because it's grumble and... Strife. Grumble and grunt. Cunt. So, well, I, I stuck it in here old grumble and stunt last night. Grumble, yeah. But I've made it a sad act. So for you've a made it into cock. a wanking. So but yeah. a grumble mag doesn't refer to what you do. The grumble are, but the, I'm sure are the cunts heard, in the mag. I'm you've sure heard grumble heard... mag, but that's because it's a grumble. It, there are pictures of grumbles. Fanny's in it, yeah. In there. Big old clops. <laughs> I'll call but it a you know, Isn't that... I thought that was quite interesting. I thought it was quite it's interesting. It's a rhyming slang. Yeah. Grumble, uh, ancient, sort of like from the 1700s. And now it just means a sad wank. But that's because of the magazine and it's gone to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you see what I mean? It's changed. So, a playing card will stick to a wall <laughs> if you hold it in your hand and rub your feet along the carpet slowly. Yeah, so that's, that's what I said. Static. But you're not rubbing the card. You're holding the card in your hand and then rubbing your feet. This is all very much redolent the of the 70s where they had carpets that were 100% nylon. And Deep you, shark, you know yeah. What I mean? It's so weird how all of these things, like, no one would ever put that as, like, kids should try and ball water in a paper No, I would. Not without days. parents around or, you know, I just wouldn't do it full stop. I wouldn't say, go on, go on, put that cup on on the stove I would try it we could try it with that uh, that Costa cup oh here is the dry water thing when is water not wet it's cake it's sticky sticky cam cam (laughs) spoffy dizzle glitty (laughs) frapper glissle gummy cummy bun guzzly pearly goodness spop oil thank you so spop it out when it is dry says the book it's bullshit you can't get dry uh, water do you want to just let me talk before you just tell me everything's bullshit this is going to be underwhelming like your fucking penis just add two teaspoons of zinc stearate to a glass of water and let it float on the surface. Now, dip the tip of your finger, not more than an inch, inch. <laughs> into the water. When you take it out, you'll find that your finger is perfectly dry. Try it for yourself. That's a load of shit. And I bet zinc stearate is deeply toxic as well. Yeah, I don't even know what that is. It's like, Papa, do you have any zinc stearate, please, for my dry water experiment, Papa? No, I use it to jack up with. Mummy's lonely. (laughs) Now, (laughs) Paul, that wasn't going where I thought it was going. You know where I thought it was going? Go on, what? I thought the the zinc stearate would be some that stuff that they put in those Tokyo... Piss emergency things that turn your wee into jelly like that. Uh, what? When With, does this turn is, it... This has come up on the show several times before. No, but what? Hang on. You must piss into tube. the jelly. You're on the tube. You're getting caught short. You're a you piss into the crystals. salary man in Japan. You piss into you've the crystals. You've got a long commute out of jelly. Tokyo. Yeah, I've, I understand that. It's a little you're jar getting... of crystals that become yeah. jelly when you yeah. wet it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's what I thought it was going. I thought what? the zinc stearate would do that. So it'd make it dry. So Do you see what I mean? Make but it into a jelly. Be? Would still it be wet? Be, it'll it'll still be wet, be wet jelly. Be, wet piss jelly. Je- yeah, jelly. Imagine like. flinging that about. No. Wet piss jelly. Imagine adding that to a trifle and f- feeding an ambassador with it. Why? Because I like thinking about <laughs> those <off>. things. <laughs> oh, Volavant ambassador. It's piss jelly. Right, here's a puzzle for Eli. A <laughs> puzzle for Eli to At try and solve. At something to challenge my mind. Okay, here we go. It's called Double Dilemma. Oh, Double Dilemma, you're bum bum. <laughs> At all. <laughs> makes sense. A certain king who oh, had yeah. two Wenceslas. sons. Who had two sons. Lear. Right, if you're going to try and figure this out, you have to let me speak. So Double trouble. I'm enjoying this, Paul. A king has two sons and left an unusual will. Upon his death, 
My son shall ride straight away to the neighbouring city of Blenheim. To the one who gets there last, Blenheim. I will bequeath my entire kingdom. Queeth. <laughs> Blenheim. Queeth. I'm not going to repeat this, so if you don't get it. Oh, okay. So the one who gets there last, I'll give my whole kingdom to. The one who gets there last. Last, right. Okay, so it's reverse race. So accordingly, when the father died, his sons mounted their horses and headed to Blenheim, a distance of 200 kilometres. But since each was determined to get there last... They soon reached a point where neither would move a step ahead of the other. Finally, they stood next to each other on the highway, hopelessly deadlocked, at a loss of what to do next. They met a man who offered a solution. But what was that solution? How do you secure getting there last? Just make a deal. The solution is you make a deal. One of you arrives last and gets it, and then you agree to share it. He's dead, their dad, anyway. So they, they could, just agreed to share yeah, it. Yeah, I guess but there might be an executive of the will who has to make sure it goes through. Well, it's, one of you arranges with the other. I'll so, win it, nudge, nudge, yeah. nudge. You know, yeah. Surely. Tap, tap, nudge, nudge. Surely. And then Do I'll they love each other? We've got no background on these brothers. To these brothers. They sound like pretty bad rivals, don't they? Well, they they, well maybe not, because they both decided to stop and figure this out. They didn't, because a man came along. Oh, They're yeah, probably good swearing point. at each other when the man Do you want to know what the man's advice is? And now that I've read it, I'm hugely disappointed. Really? Is it terrible? Give me a clue. What sort of solution is it? Is it so a- there is a clue in the part of the story. And I'll read the part of the story out, which is the clue. All right? So when the father died, they mounted their horses and headed to Blenheim. That's the clue. They mounted their horses. <laughs> That's the clue? Yeah. Sounds like a dirty movie. <laughs> a come and go. <laughs> Horsey come and go. Um, yeah. They mounted their horses. Yeah, and rode their horses to Blenheim. That's 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 the root of the solution to this. Don't go to Blenheim. I don't. Just tell me. Yeah, You're right. Stupid. The man told the king's sons to change horses and then race to town. Oh, do you see oh, what I'm getting at? That's not fair. That's underhanded. That does not a solution. It's not because the what- man was a cunt. Well, he they thought... met some fucking idiot on the road who just went, oh, why don't you just fucking go to town? And it doesn't make any sense, Paul, is what I'm saying. Is he saying that if you swap horses, therefore what they're not used saying? to the ride? Therefore, Swap horses and then ride to town. What town? Blenheim? Back. Because what they're saying is, because they're on each other's horses, they won't know how to ride them to the best of their ability. So therefore, the one who gets there last will be the one who doesn't know how to ride a horse. But then, that still doesn't answer the Mate, question. That is one of the worst things I've ever witnessed in my whole life. That is, a, an, that is letting down do generations of children. Poor Eric. He must have looked at that and thought, what is the point? If people are going to treat me like this, going to set up something like that and fucking just completely fail to answer it. Completely fail in every way. Who wrote this? Who wrote this? Well, I don't know who wrote particularly, but this is compiled by Jerome S. Meyer. It's him. It's S. Meyer. Come on, give me another one. I like that. <laughs> yeah, I like it when it was awful. Oh, I hate it. was it. like when we did that thing on uh, Bortians near the brain teasers, and it was all like, how many bottles of pop oh, was it wrong? Four <laughs> P. And it's like, what? No. <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about? They were wrong. But also, you know what fascinates me about these books is they are a little window onto sort of what is acceptable for children at the time. Yeah. And both of those, in different ways, suggest how it was different then. Like the the whole boiling water in a paper cup is just purely health and safety. Just wouldn't. It you wouldn't. wouldn't. You wouldn't. You couldn't that. do that on play school. And the whole way that it would be so easy with the amount of static electricity you could generate just yeah. by rubbing your feet on the ground. Just says something about what carpets were made of. Little back Timmy's then. in hospital. Why? Well, he had a boiling cup of paper <laughs> yeah, on the stove exploded in his while face. he was like trying to make yeah. cards static, <laughs> and the resulting explosion took out the building. And then he had a fucking embolism because he was so angry with the fucking non-solution to the fucking king's son. All right, here's another one for you called "Guessing Odds or Evens." Right? Okay. Odds or evens. Yes. Sue yeah. Smart had an argument with Gilbert Goof. 
Oh, and, you fuck off. And Billy Blowhard. Fuck, Blow did, we hard. Write, did we write this? Suck hard. Really? <laughs> While I'm berating this for a lack of imagination, you fucking say that. Spoffard. Great. Is that the Bruce Willis film that got banned? Let's start again. Listen. Sue Smart and had an Blow- argument. Goofy Blowhard. Johnny Goof. What's he called? Sorry, I will listen. Do you know what's hard? When you go, what's that cunt called? As you're talking over me telling you his fucking name. Oh, just tell me, and I know what's hard. I know what's always hard. Sue Smart had an argument with Gilbert Goof and Billy Blowhard. They boasted boys had better heads for figures than girls, but okay. Sue disagreed. To prove her point, she asked that one pick an odd number and the other pick an even number and not tell her what the numbers were or who would pick which. Sue directed Gilbert to double his number and Billy to triple his and then add the results. When they gave their answer, she promptly announced which boy had chosen an odd number and which an even number. Sue's trick dates back to Shakespeare's day. Can you figure it out? Yes. So you pick an odd number, I pick an even, you double that number and I triple it. And then, okay, let's get very basic. Let's go two and three. Add the results. But the odds you say, but did we turn around and and say it was 266? And then from that, she knows which one picked odds and evens. Yes. But it doesn't say at any point in this puzzle. They That's told her the so number. badly written, this book. Really? Well, no. When they gave the answer, she promptly announced which boy had chosen an odd number and even oh. number. So they went, here's my number. Let's add our numbers together. 500, oh, say. Oh, so I times it by two. Yeah. So if I, you pick an odd number right now. Three. And I'll pick an even. Four. And you double yours. And I triple six. mine. So six and 12. Yeah. Right? Now what do we do with Add that? them together. And we 18. get 18. And then from that, Sue knows which one of us Pick no, odds and no she doesn't. That's what it says here. Well, who does she know who's tripling and who's doubling? Yeah, because she says whoever's got the doubles, uh, the, the odd, uh, whoever had the uh, odd number had to double it, and whoever had the tri- uh, even had to triple it. No. <laughs> Fuck. Gilbert had to double his odd number, what? and the triple number was... Uh, she asked one to pick wow, an odd. Wow, give oh, no. me it. No, she doesn't know which one picked which. So between the two of them, you went, oh, I'll do the odds and I'll do evens. Yes. And then one of them doubled it and one of them tripled it. Ah, now I'm beginning to make sense. No, I don't understand at all. I'm much further away from understanding than I was. Well, because what she's, what the puzzle's saying is, is that there are only so many math, 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 mathematical... Oh, no. <laughs> Can I read it? Yeah. Can I please read it myself, Paul? It's that one, 78. The front okay. page has just come off to be careful. It really is. This is the last service this book will ever do. So me and you, me and you pick a number each, but we don't tell her that you've picked odds and I pick evens. Then you double yours and I triple mine. And then we add them together and tell her the answer. No, no. I, and this then is she goes from that, which one of us picked odds and which is evens. How? I don't know. The answer's in the back of the book, isn't How? it? How? But I'm guessing that the number, the overall number will have to be. Yeah, but how can you, a number's just a number. So it's 18. How do, I just tell you 18. And then I go, oh, you picked odds. But I don't how know how. How do you know? Shall I read it up? Because this is beginning to embarrass Fucking us both. annoy me to shit. She just Give it like, What if we said what, two and three? I, I pick two. And I pick three. So that means you have four and I have nine. And then we say together the answer is... Thirteen. Thirteen. And then she'll go, right, Eli picked... How? I don't know. Shall I just fucking read this? Because I'm beginning to No, this to is going to be disappointing. Upset. What was it, number 78? She Here said, we go. don't tell us who picked what. Or, or Here we go. No, but someone with the 
It's always the odd has to... doesn't say which one said to her oh, the number. Oh, mate. Oh, mate. I'm right. in a world of hurt here. So I just get this out of the way? I'm in a world of pain. This is going to be so bad. Sue I... asked Gilbert... Sue, Sue asked that Gilbert double his number, and Billy triple his, and then add the results. She yeah, knew but why that does she someone... ask? That's not in the fucking question. That's not what it says Let in the question. Let me finish reading this out so we have the whole information. Sue asked Gilbert to double his number, and Billy to triple his, and then add the results. She knew that if the sum were even... Gilbert had chosen the odd number, therefore Billy had chosen the even number. Yeah, because she, she knows. Oh, no, okay, so she said She knows you... who doubles it and who... Yeah, so she doesn't know what the number is, but she she told you to double yours. Yeah, but that's not what it says mine. in that book. Is d- it not? Let no, me say read again. out the... <laughs> Billy, blah, 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 they both said blah, 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 blah. So to prove the point, she asked that one pick an odd number and the other pick an even number. Yeah, but... It's... Wait, and then Sue told Gilbert to double her number... Oh, that says it and there. ...and Billy to triple his. Okay. So it is in there. All right. So what we've learnt there is we're shit bastards. Do you want to know how to untie a knot in human hair? You might like this solution. So the offer to offer the bet, right? So that you, so you can, have to moisten it in some way. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get it all nice and moist. So you go into a pub, right, and you offer to bet someone that you can undo a knot oh, in this a is strand exactly of hair. Like that book I had with all these little bets and things. Yeah. This is like it's a proper genre. There's loads of these. It's like when you buy a magic set. It's 150 tricks. Yeah, and you yeah. get four tricks, and then over a hundred shitty little things like this. Yeah. Right, so you pluck a hair out of your head, or anyone's head, it says. Well, you should do, yeah. And then tie a simple knot as shown. So, you know, just cross it and tie yeah. it, right? That'd be quite tricky. And you try it until it's tight. Yeah, I know, right? That's what I'm thinking. How do you do it? Draw a knot as tight as possible without snapping the hair. And then it will be almost invisible and cannot be untied with the fingers, even with the aid of tweezers, pins, or other tools. Oh. I don't know how you're going to do this. How are we going to do this? Place the hair in the topmost crease of your palm, right? I'm doing it now. Right. I'm doing this. I've got to, got to get a hair. You're going to do All right, Eli. All right, do it then. He's got, he's pulled the hair out of his fucking horrible wreck head. <laughs> Fuck off. His, his fucking wurzel, gummagey fucking visage. Listen, Sailor Jim. You know what you look like? You look like a Chippendale who's lived a really tough life since 1988. At least I sometimes used to get my dick out for the ladies. <laughs> yeah, but now you're just getting it out for the fucking dinner ladies. <laughs> Dinner meals, ladies need bring, cock as well. bring your Paul. meals on wheels every fucking fortnight. Are they dinner ladies? I call them dinner ladies. They're not dinner ladies. They're meals on wheels ladies. You get all your jobs are fucked. Either way, you're wanking off in front of people who deliver your hot that curries. That guy, bin, ban, bin Man Ben, he's not a fucking proper job, is it? It is. He's a bin man during the day, but he does this on the side, doesn't he? delivers he? what? Trash. That doesn't work for me. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm have you tied a knot yet? I'm finding it hard to. Just tie a knot. How? Simple. How? Just tie a knot. You here? I'm not touching your fucking dirty oh, man. It's fine. I'm not touching your mane I of filth. I used a shampoo bar. I don't care. I don't want to touch your hair. It's a L'Oreal shampoo bar. I don't want to touch any part of you in general. So just tie a knot in it. It's not that hard. I can't do it. Why can't you do it? I can't. All the light's shining the wrong way. It's because you've got trotter hands, isn't it? That's yes. why you can't do. You have the dexterity to tie a simple knot in a strand of hair because you have great. Big, you try it with one of your hairs. T- I don't have long enough hair. Oh. I don't have a long enough piece of right. hair to do so it. So you can't... You, yeah. So you... I try to use one of my piabs. Piabs? Me piabs. I'll pluck a piab out. Pluck one of your Orioli hairs. Boing! <laughs> <laughs> right. So let's just get on with this. Chips. So, okay, so you put the knot in the hair in the topmost crease of your palm, the knot near the What's palm's the edge. So in the little picture, it's basically putting uh, it's it right there. right up there. Yeah. Right. I haven't got a good crease up there. And the tail of the knot protruding. So that means if you've got a long piece of hair, it has to come out of either side of your hand and the knot right in the middle okay. on the uppermost part of your palm, right? Liberally moisten the knot with saliva. Oh, this So now is... you've got to lick your hand. What is going on with this book? 
Has he got to lick the hair in your hand? Lick it. Why would someone want to watch you do that? Well, it, it is, hang on. Here we go. <sighs> Next, close your fist and start pounding the tail against the, your other palm as shown. I see what so now, you're working it out. You've got this palm and you're bashing it on your hand. <laughs> Mate, you go into a pub and say, look what I can do. I know. You get chucked out. fucking chucked through the window. At the pub. Yeah. It will take a few minutes, but if you keep pounding, the knot will begin to open up. So continue to pound. No. Soon the knot will be sufficiently loosened for you to untie it with your fingers. That is terrible and weird and unhygienic. I'm just doing that. That's unhygienic. weird. Unhygienic. This whole book is grubby and dangerous and unhygienic, like the era it was born in. Yeah. Let's have another one. I love let's, that. Let's do one more then, shall you could we? Use, let's just do on one a technical more. point, though, Paul, you could use come for that, couldn't you? You could. You could. I mean, you could make of the all the things today, worse. of all the mentions of spunk today, that's the most technically, uh, you know, appropriate. Um, I'm going to end with this one called cooking with gas, but cooking is spelled K-O-O-K-I-N-G. Cooking, cooking, cooking with gas. Liverpool. Oh, with K. Yeah. At the beginning. So cooking with gas or cooking? Cook, as in a kook. Yeah. A kook. Oh, it says God. cooking with gas. Oh, this is not going to be... I'm reading this out because they're fucking... Okay, they're so there's crazy. a lot of K's in this How for no they, reason. Who's this Jerome? He must, it sounds like a fucking... Like he hates kids. He wants them to hurt themselves. Do you know what I mean? You ready? Coco, the king of kooks, consulted his chief kook about the cooking in, a castle, cook, cook, in the castle cookery. Cookery. Let's have a quick look at that before I carry on reading. See how all the K's are written? It's just everything's K's. For yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So that's what I'm putting up with. Coco, the queen of kooks, consulted the chief kook about the cooking in the castle cookery. Coco, quaffed the kook. Only two conditions can occur, and they are mutually exclusive. Kook, cackled Coco, you're cuckoo. Thank you. You see, either a kook is cooking or he is not cooking. Therefore, he is not cooking. He is cooking. King Coco scratched his crown. You mean he is not cooking, then he is cooking? Exactly. So quit complaining. What was wrong with the chief kook's logic? What the fuck did I just read? Let <laughs> it go. I'm going to have to read that myself. Now, take notes here, Paul, I'm, of what I don't the kooks are doing. The, the proposition Look, just try here. and hold in your mind what the kooks are doing and what they're using, what their utensils yeah. are. All right. Coco, king of the kooks. Right? King of the kooks, He's yeah. just the king of the kooks. doesn't matter. Yeah. Let's just call him Coco. Coco. He consulted his chief chef. Let's call him a chef and yeah. not a kook. Yeah. All right? Cook. Let's just try and de-kookify. this would be easier. Kookery? What the fuck's a kookery? I don't know. The castle kitchen is what it is. Yeah, it's what yeah. it's saying, isn't it? Coco, said the king, because his name's Coco, his chef. Oh, yeah. So the king's not called Coco, is he? No. no the king's called who? What's the king called? called? King Kook. Oh, no, yes. No, the cook's talking to the king. Cook's talking to the king, who's called Coco. Yes. So Coco, said the chef. The cook's talking to Coco. Yeah. Right. Only two conditions can occur, and they are mutually exclusive. So right. only two things can is happen. It, is this like a Only two things can thing. happen, and only one of them can happen. Can like a well, that's throwing... weird. It's saying there's two possibilities that things that can happen. Not and, and both they are mutually them... exclusive, which means one can only happen if the other one doesn't. Yeah, and right. vice versa. Yes. All right. That's what he's saying. <laughs> My brain. I don't know what he's referring to. <laughs> My brain hurts. So the king replies. Yes. You're cuckoo. You're mad. Yeah. Because it does sound does sound weird. That doesn't it? I, I. How can something be mutually exclusive and also be a pair of things that could happen? Do you know what I'm getting at? Anyway. What? That's what but, I'm saying. That's like Schrodinger's cat, isn't it? The cat's either dead or alive at any one time, depending on who's observing it's not it. No, 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 no. We're not, mate. You know what? Don't. I'm we're not, not even doing look, that. But you don't understand it. You don't understand that. No, I do understand Schrodinger's cat, but I was. Ma- what, but no, the, in the thought experiment, the cat is both dead and alive at the same time. It's yeah, in a superposition. But until it's observed, it could be either. No. Yes, that's the whole point. No, when you observe it, it becomes either dead yeah. or alive. Yeah. But before you've observed it, it's in both. I it's just it, said that. That's not what you said. It is what I just fucking said. Fuck. You cunt with a K. Quoth I as I queefed out in my Dutch oven. Kook. 
Now, let's see if we can fucking solve this, because a children's fucking book from 50 years ago is not going to fuck me up. Right? <laughs> it is. And it has already. Ah, uh, okay. So the king's like, you're fucking mad, mate. Yeah. You know? What the fuck do you mean? Like, a bit like us, Paul. Yeah. So this is the chef have explaining himself. Yeah. You see, either a cook is cooking, either a chef is making, preparing food. Yeah, he's cook or cooking. Or he is not cooking. Or he's not preparing food. Yeah, obviously. Therefore, if he's not cooking, he is cooking. If he is not cooking, he is cooking. Yeah, because he's not cooking, then he's cooking. Shut up. Shut up. Oh, I'm, not, I'm just repeating the book. The you mean if he is not cooking, then he is cooking. Okay, how can he be? How can he be both not doing it and doing it, Paul? Is that like this drawbridge is exactly. closed and open, so, open and closed? What's wrong with the chef's cooking? Give me the book. I want to get this sorted. I'm fucking tired of this. Is there book. something at the back that answers this? If you go to 78 at the Fuck back or whatever the me. number is, it gives you the answer. You can't cook and not cook at the same time. I know. So let's but just sort this like, out before fuck. I fucking start what's smashing it, what this number room What number is it? What, what's the number on the actual puzzle? You've closed the book. I have not closed the book. Well, then look face. for the number. 88. So look for 88 Cooking at with the back. gas. Which is what I do when I make a no, touch. No, no. <laughs> Come on, wrap this up. I'm bored now. What's it? 88. Shut up, you. 88. This has really put me in a bad mood, this cooking one. I, all of them have put you in a bad <laughs> fucking mood. <laughs> I can't fucking find shit Give me here. an ear, you useless fucking Burn goblin. 88, not, this is say. not going to be a satisfying solution to the cooking with the. No, I'm close to fucking trashing this joint. <laughs> well, the book is cooking up. with gas. Yes. Solution: A vital negative was omitted. The chief cook should have said. Therefore, if he is not cooking, he is cooking. Fuck off! <laughs> that book. The just... answer to the puzzle is the thing we didn't tell you in the first part is important. Do you know what I mean? I just I can't. Oh, he's evil, and he wants children to be unhappy. And feel stupid and hurt themselves with fire. Do you know what I mean? That's terrible. What was that other one we did? Alligators. That was a bit more that fun. That was a wasn't lot it? of fun. That still had that some had very questionable, like this pe- is mostly didn't puzzles. have like penis operations or inflating your nutsack with a right, straw. Right, that is all in your fucking head. Right, that's been no. Paul's page turner no. for this week. Should we do the little yeah. the theme? Do it again. Da, 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 da. I go out and I bump people and it's a nice earner, but that's nothing. Cars come I home. Bumpy was involved last time. <laughs> All right, I josh people off. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I go out, I walk the streets, and I let people do me. <laughs> <laughs> That's not going to rhyme with page turner now, is it? <laughs> you can sell some cards. It's a nice little learner. Thanks for listening to Paul's page turners. turners. Thank you, yeah, fucking bean bombs. <laughs> Gurner, that works as well. No, you know And that's all we've got time for this week on Cheap Show. Ah, <laughs> oh, well, basically go to our website, thecheapshow.co.uk. It's your one-stop shop to links for Patreon, to our merch, yeah. to videos, to pages for Hello, every patrons. episode with images and things like that. If you go there, you'll get access to like YouTube. It's all there, thecheapshow.co.uk. Um, if you'd like to support us on Patreon, please do. It helps keep this podcast alive, and we deeply appreciate it. Thank it you, is patrons. Patreon.com forward slash Cheap Show. And now you've got years and years of videos and magazines and, and podcasts to go back through. Behind the scenes stuff, exclusive Ooh, videos. Paul, I just yes. um, I contributed to the next Cheap Show magazine. The next, next Cheap week. Show magazine is going to be fucking fantastic. But I've done a little, there's a little thing. Ben's done some sterling work. Yeah, oh, I've done one. a little, there's a little thing. It's a new feature. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. replacing one of the old features. And it so that's, I don't know when that's out exactly, but it's, it's soonish. Um, we're planning episode 300 for a live show. It will be in London, probably at the same location that we did Digitize Alive, the Harrow Arts Centre. Oh, yeah. Um, the plan is July. 
I can't give you any more information than that. But if you want to come see Cheap Show live for the first time in properly two years. And there'll be plenty more tickets than the last time we did it live. Yeah, it's going to be a big venue. It's double the size of that venue. And if you're a patron, you're going to get discounts and early access to seats as well. So that's also a good reason to be a Patreon person, should you want to. So yeah, July, put it in your diaries. Cheap Show Live in London. We're going to try and make it a great big fucking huge show with some fantastic guests. But as of right now, that's all we've planned. So, (laughs) don't know. No, it'll be good. My Twitter? Uh, yes, go for the Twitter at the Cheap Show Pod. I'm at Paul Gannon Show, and Eli is Eli Snoidy, L I S N O I D. Paul's looking for something. I just want to get the PO Let's box details, if you don't mind. I'm going to pull those up right now. Pull up those details. I'm going Paul. to pull up those details right now because we love it when you send stuff in the PO box. Oh. Maybe it's a bespoke price of shite, some vinyl, a toy, a board game. Maybe you just want to throw something weird you've seen in a charity shop. In fact, to us for our future bin bag episodes. In fact, I was just about to say, Paul. I don't know if people. I don't, it was quite convincing your whole trash. App thing, but in fact, all of the stuff in the black bin bag wasn't delivered by an angry man. It was actually all sent in by you guys. So yeah. thank you so much. So if you have anything that you think would be really good for a black bin bag episode, which will freak us out, amaze us, astound us, or just you know make us question our existence, send it to us. Um, you can go and send it to our PO box. It's Cheap Show PO Box One Three Zero Nine Harrow. H-A-1-9-Q-J. But all the information for contacting us will be in a podcast episode in our metadata. So if you click on your podcast app and you look for the episode... It's all there. It's all, it's all there, isn't it? Look, I just wanted to say as well, some people feel disappointed because we, you know, they, their stuff isn't used immediately. But yeah. what the Black Bin Bad episode Allow us demonstrates to do. Yeah. is we do get to stuff in the end. In the end. Anything interesting, we get to it in the end. We, so I've got some do. milky pellets as well. But that's a separate <laughs> issue. So that's it for Cheap Show. Next week, we're going to do something not a little bit different, but we've got a theme for next week's episode. We're Ooh, quite excited I'm looking about forward it. To that, we've Paul. been compiling this on and off for a couple of years. Uh, so we're looking forward to that. It's, shall I tell them? Nah, fucking nice surprise. Yeah. Fuck you as well. Well, that's it. <laughs> Fuck you. Um, what else? The che- and email us if you want to. Thecheapshow at gmail.com. That's it. That's another week of Cheap Show. Okay. Thank you for supporting us. We'll see you next time. Are they pearls of spunk though, Paul? Paul, I'm actually sick of saying spunk. Well, then stop saying it. You're in charge of that. I'm not in charge of my own mouth. Good. Oh. No, don't do the wank. Just press the button. I'll press it. Night, night. night. Bye, bye. Night, nurse. Good morning. <laughs>